Good morning, my fellow Africans and the world at large. This is Emmanuel Kwejumensa once again, coming into your homes and your minds with a message of empowerment and enlightenment all the way from Ontario, Canada. Today is the 15th of June in the year 2022. And the Bible says this is the day the Lord has made and we should be glad and rejoice in it. And on that note, I take this opportunity to invite the whole world, any man or woman listening to me or hearing my voice, to join me to give thanks to God for the day that he has granted unto us. And life in general, life is beautiful, life is wonderful, life is glorious, life is God himself flowing through mankind. Today, I am going to speak to you on a topic there is a sleeping giant within you. Wake him or her up. I repeat, there is a sleeping giant within you. Wake him or her up. Every human being walking on earth here is fully loaded with potentials and possibilities. And at the same time, every human being walking on earth here has a sleeping giant. Today I'm referring to this force or power as a giant. The other time I referred to it as uh, the spark of divinity. Today we are going to look at it or we're going to refer to it as the sleeping giant in every human being's life. It's a reality. You are made or you are created and born with everything that you need to be successful in this world. But until you are able to awaken your sleeping giant, that is your God in you, or the divinity in you, your life will be something that will be the opposite of what you are expected or you are intended to experience on earth here. So, all the woes, all the difficulties, all the whatever we see that is unpleasant in our life is as a result of our inability to wake up the giant in our lives. And today, I am someone who follows things. Whenever I am reading uh, a book, whenever I am listening to a music or watching a movie, I don't normally... I. Don't only, I mean, look out for the excitement in it or in the whole movie or music or whatever it is. But I look out for some key things or key words and statements. I do this because I believe any man or woman that has written a book, any man or woman that has composed a song and sang it and published it for us to buy and listen to enjoy, any man that has, I mean, created a movie was inspired, just as the men and women were inspired to write the Bible. So when you are listening to someone's work, be it a movie, or you are, you are watching the movie, or you are listening to the music, music, and music in particular, is a, a work that a person goes deep down into his being, and when the person is at that point, he, he is inspired to bring out wonderful and beautiful things. So today, I am going to use the words of one of the great American singers, 
by name James Brown. And this song has been played. We only enjoyed it, even though he was speaking in a different breath. And, but the opening statement of his song, named It Is A Man's World, or This Is A Man's World, is a metaphysical truth that any deep thinker can take and look into it and make even write books. So when James Brown sang that it is a man's world, he was only talking about how women were to be incorporated or men created everything, but without a, man, a woman or a girl, we are nothing. But if you look at it from the metaphysical or in the higher, deeper meaning or higher or a deeper meaning of the statement, it also comes to tell us that the world we live in here is a man's world. And when I, when I say a man, I mean both men and women. But just to make this easy, uh, not to complicate things, I'm, using the, I'm making, using the word man. So it is a man's world. And the man's world, the men or the real men and women are those who have been able to connect to their inner being, those who have been able to awaken their sleeping giant and allow the sleeping giant to shape and mold their life. And they are those that dominate the world. So today, I am not using the words of James Brown as it is in his uh, song completely, but I'm using only the opening statement. But the opening statement carries volumes of truths about who we are, what a human being is. You are born, or you are created and born powerful with powers, with a force that is running through you, and that force is able to convert every negative thing into positivity. That force is able to take you from poverty and put you into abundance. That force is able to take you from lack and put you into riches. That force is able to take you from any kind of difficult or unpleasant situation and place you safely in a world or in a place that is of safety, enjoyment, and abundance. But you have to call upon this power. You have to call upon the sleeping giant. And it's when the sleeping giant is awakened and he is doing work and he's working in your life, everything becomes an opportunity. And those who are in touch with this sleeping giant those who have been able to awaken this sleeping giant in their life, they are called the real men. And so, using or borrowing the words of James Brown, the world we live in here is a man's world. And the man, when I talk of the man, I mean those that are in tune with their inner powers and are doing things and changing, making life beautiful and wonderful. So, if you are not in this category, then you are not actually living as a true man, a mankind. You are not really living, living as a human being, as you are supposed to live on this earth. So, whether we like it or not, the world we live in here is a man's world. It's a man's world. And don't forget, I, I know, I am very much aware of the gender issues that we have. So, I am including and also... We are, in, we are inclusive uh, people, and therefore we include and recognize and respect everyone. And so I'm using man in quote, 
which embodies both men and women, with all respect to all men and women. Yeah, so this is a world, this is a man's world, a man. A man is the one that is in tune, is in alignment with his inner being. He has been able to awaken his sleeping giant, such that the giant is driving and doing everything in his life. Every difficulty becomes an opportunity. Every raging fire is quenched. Every raging storm is brought down and complete serenity appears in the person's life. And that is what we are here for. So you are born or you are created born and in, in the image and the likeness of God. You are loaded. And for that matter, there is no need for you to be timid. There is no need for you to be afraid. There is no need for you to take on any negative mental attitude or mindset for you to walk on earth here as if you are a victim of any circumstance. And so the awakening of the sleeping giant is a reality. And today I am going to take you into the Bible. I'm not going to actually uh, preach, but we are, as I always do, and I'm not preaching, but we are using the Bible as a metaphysical book to do this analysis and to bring your attention to the inner powers, the great powers that God has endowed you with. So in the Bible, we are told that Jesus Christ was called upon at a point, was informed about the death of one of his friends. And that man was called Lazarus. So when Jesus came, Jesus actually resurrected Lazarus. And in and, and some, uh, in, in some parts of the Bible, Jesus also actually made a statement that he is the resurrection and the life. I am the resurrection and the life. So this the statement of Jesus and his act in resurrecting Lazarus have deeper or metaphysical meaning to idea, actually something that the Bible is presenting to us to show us the powers that we have, and as I have always been saying, Jesus Christ is personified in you as your divinity, the giant in you. And in this case, Lazarus is your life. Your life is dead. Your life is completely dead. And if you look at the situation, how the whole story came out, Lazarus, after his death, his relatives, and the mother of Jesus, they went out and sent a message to Jesus that, look, your friend is dead, and we need you. And when Jesus came, he resurrected Lazarus. And in the same way, your life, there is a giant sleeping in you, and that is the Christ in you, your indwelling Christ. He is sleeping. He's actually lying there dormant. But because he says dormant, your life is dead. Death just as Lazarus. Your life is dead. Some people's life is dead up to the point that they want to end it. Some people's life is dead up to the point that they think that life is not worth living for. And this is the time that you need to call in Jesus, who is the sleeping giant in you. And when you connect with this sleeping giant or the Christ in you, the Christ in you wakes around and quickens or awakens your life. And when it comes that way, that is Lazarus has been resurrected in your life. And that is the meaning of the, I am the resurrection and the life. 
He comes into your life and resurrects your life. Jesus, well, as soon as you awaken the Christ in you, the sleeping giant in you, he takes your life and reshapes it into something beautiful. So Lazarus was brought back to life by Jesus. In the same way, as soon as you are able to make contact with this sleeping giant in you, the Christ in you, he comes up and resurrects your life. Your dead life becomes a life that now has meaning, a life that is beautiful, a life that you always want to wake, sleep and wake up to come back to, to rejoice and enjoy it. So, you are a powerful human being. I have always been mentioning this and I will keep on mentioning it until it's properly sink into your mind. You are not here to suffer. You are made in the image and the likeness of God. And at the base or at the center of you is a sleeping giant. This giant is able to do everything in this world. He is the one that is able to give someone's idea to take men and women into outer space. The sleeping giant is the one that has quickened men and women to be able to resurrect men, to, to operate operations on men and women. The sleeping giant is the one that is, has quickened all men and women to do all the amazing things that they're doing. And the same power is in you. The same power is in you. You only have to call it. You have to make purpose. You have to purposely call this sleeping giant. Call this power that is in you to work. And don't forget, as in the case of Lazarus and Jesus, that, that the relatives of Lazarus made effort and brought Jesus in. Call him, and then he called upon Lazarus and resurrected him because he is the resurrection and the life. In the same way, by purposefully and determined, if you're determined to bring in the Christ in you, the power that God has deposited in you, without you looking outside for help, without you taking to other people for salvation, but you look for salvation from within you. Then your life will be transformed from the sour and poor life to a, a beautiful and prosperous life. The greatness or the greatness and the power of a mankind, a man or woman, is within him. It's not in the outer things. The greatness and the power of man and woman is within you and me. All of us. And it is only when we begin to seek the greatness from within us and allow the, pres the life principle, the power that God has put in us to begin to work as it is, is supposed to be, then we will see our life unfolding. And that is why we say we are evolving our life unfolding with the beauty and the greatness of God. So, today, I am reminding you and calling your mind and your attention to the truth of who you really are. You are a God incarnate on this earth. You are a God on, in, a, in, in a body on earth here. But the God nature is dormant and it is only active in difficulties, in, in difficulties, in challenges. So when you call upon this life principle, when you call upon the Christ within you in difficulties, it comes to save you. Lazarus' death was a, kind of a tragedy. And when Jesus was called upon, he came in to resurrect Lazarus. Your life is Lazarus. 
your life is sour, your life is poor, your entire experience on earth here, your entire experience is what is represented at Nazareth, is dead. And it needs to be resurrected. But you cannot do it with your carnal mind, but you only need to develop the attitude of faith, the mental attitude of faith, and begin to call upon this sleeping giant in strength or in boldness and in confidence. That is the truth of life. And this, any man or woman that is able to come to this level is what we will call the man of the world. This is a man's world. It's indeed true. It is a man's world. It's indeed true. And the man, and don't forget, I keep on repeating, man in quotes, that is men and women, man's world is a world that man takes everything that he is confronted, is confronted by and turn it into opportunities. I watch a documentary and I, 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 I always think, I have thought of it, thought of it, thought of it, and a few friends, uh, my best friend, Iglam Amedagovi, I actually shared this uh, documentary with him. And it is about the people of Israel. And I was really touched. And for me, I was watching this thing, but I was looking out for the key things in this documentary. And the, 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 the one who was the, the presenter, and actually uh, the, those who were being interviewed, one of them said, when they brought the Israelites to where they are now, it was a desert. And to some people, it was a dead end. It was a war. But for them, they saw windows through the war, and therefore they capitalized on the windows to turn their life into something different. And what the document was about, how Israel has turned the desert into an agricultural farmland, where they are now even supplying countries like, all continent, countries like African countries with green forest, food. You will get everything that you are looking for in a desert in that part of Israel. And so when I was watching this, then it came to my mind that, yes, this is what James Brown actually wrote about, that this is a man's world. These people are the men of the world. They, they, look, they, they didn't look at the challenge as a problem, but they look at it as an opportunity and call upon the divinity in them. They believe. And one thing that those of us that are of other races, yes, Christianity has brought to us, and somewhere it has demagnetized de us. The Jews were told that they are the chosen children of God. And therefore, they walk in that mentality. They walk in that mentality. Therefore, anything that confronts them, they are able to draw power on this principle, on this truth, or on this, whether it is true or false, on this statement, or on this belief, and they overcome it. But we are told that Christ, we are being allowed in by grace. And for that matter, we live our life as people who are living on earth here on, the, on grace. Therefore, whatever thing that we are supposed to take at the center, whatever thing that we are supposed to rise up and believe and work that we are also the chosen children of God. We, are, we have God in us. Therefore, we will rise up and confront it we will sit down and pray and pray and pray and believe, continue to believe that our existence here is a privilege. But it is not true. Your existence here is not a privilege. It's a right. So as I was saying, this 
people, the people of Israel, they have turned the desert, they've taken the desert and turned it into something different. And now they are supplying food to even their fellow Middle East, Middle East uh, neighbors and to other parts of the world. Why? Because they're sleeping giant in us, always asking for more work to do. He's always asking for difficult situations. And once you bring him or you bring him into the equation, he rises up and turns it into opportunities. And that is why Lazarus' death has been used as the truth, the example of how who we are supposed to be. Whatever thing that you are reading in the Bible, it's about you. It's about you and I, all of us. So when you read it, you look at it from your perspective. So what does what does this mean to me? What does the Lazarus' uh, death and resurrection got to do with you? What do you gain from it? It is about you also resurrecting, I mean, calling upon the Christ in you and let him wake up. When he, when he wakes up, he comes in as the, resur as the resurrection and the life. He comes in to resurrect life and give you a beautiful and a fuller and a flamboyant life. That is the truth of life. So any man or woman, that is in this state is the real man on earth here. And he is the he, he the world belongs to him or her. And indeed, it's true. When James Brown stated that it is a man's world, it is a man's world indeed. So the people of Israel, even though they are in the middle of the, the, the desert, they are controlling the agriculture. The new agricultural movement is being, I mean, controlled by the Israelis. In a small, tiny country. Now, Africans, we are on a huge continent. Green forest, lakes, rivers. Yet, we are depending on the food that is being cultivated in the desert. So that if we don't get it, we will, we, 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 there will be uh, hunger. Or there will be famine in our lands. Why? Because we have demagnetized ourselves. We do not understand. We do not know where our power is. And today, I am bringing this message to you. This is the time of enlightenment. I have used the example of the people of Israel to empower you. We do not have anything against them. And we rejoice. And I mean, we rejoice in their success. But their success must come to spare us up. And I'm also not putting this example approach to tell you that uh, to... to, to uh, to awaken your mind that you want to go to Israel to study how they have done this. No, I am telling you that God in us, they actually depended on God in them and they received the idea in the same way our challenges, our difficulties, particularly in the field of agriculture, are peculiar to us if we, if we awaken the sleeping giant in us, the sleeping giant will give us alternative solution. That will be an add-on to what the Israelis have done. We are not supposed to depend on each other, but we're supposed to use each other's uh, improvement, each other's success as motivation to actually seek our own ways, to seek our own ways and develop them. So there is a sleeping giant in every human being. And today, most people have already gotten this concept, but it is only the African people who are dead to it. 
and it is my responsibility it is my calling to bring this message to you that my fellow african men and women you are more powerful you are created in the image and the likeness of god therefore there is something in you there is a power there is a force in you that is a weight that is waiting for you to call upon it and that power will get up and turn all our difficulties and challenges into opportunities yes Yes, that is the truth of life. You will know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. So it is a man's world. If we want to be part of the, those who own the world, then we have to begin to activate the power, the life principle, the force, the life force in us, and that is the Christ himself in us, and allow the Christ to do the resurrection, and then improve and give us a new life. I am the resurrection and the life. And indeed, he resurrected Lazarus and gave Lazarus life. In the same way, when you bring the Christ within you, when you connect with the Christ within you, he will give you a resurrection of life and a beautiful and a wonderful life, a new life, a new life that will be fitting the human being. Africa is a continent that has a role to play in the world. Africa it's a continent that has a role to play. And in this case, I am going to link Africa to the woman or the, a woman that James Brown actually uh, spoke about in his song. That uh, man, after creating all that we have done or created, all doing all that without a woman, we are nothing. And in the same way, after all that the world has created, the world has come to, Without Africa coming into the equation, the world is nothing because we are stalling the evolutionary process all of the humankind, all mankind. And this is the time that we have to rise up. This is the man's world. The African has to be a man. The Africa has to be a man. And the African being a man is to go deep within ourselves and begin to use our minds, begin to resurrect our own life principle in ourselves and call upon it for ideas, for, for ideas, for revolutionary ideas, for inventions, to move ourselves to the state that all other men are. The documentary I was talking about, if you look at what these people are doing, they took cherry tomatoes and then made it in such a way that it is, it is, you can grow it in the branches. And what the man said, it, it, it comes like grapes. Because if you are uh, according to the man, the expert, that if you are picking cherry tomatoes, look at this small, small, so you have to do it several times. It takes a lot of time. So what they did, it, they sought the idea, and it came that, hey, if we can cultivate it in the form of like grapes, so that you have a bunch of the, uh, cherry tomatoes, uh, you have a cherry tomatoes on a bunch or in a branch of, of, of the, the stock, then it is easy to just pluck it and put it in your basket. This is where men and women have actually come to that level, connected to their own powers, and they have created something. This is what we call the men of the world. But not people who sit down and think that they are surrounded by raw materials. They are surrounded by things, and therefore, they can only pick those things and sell them and use it to quench their lust. That is, they are not even living. When it comes that way, then we are not living as human beings. The human being is brought on this here to interact with his environment, to conquer it, to, 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 to take it on and conquer it. What are we conquering on our land? 
African. What are we conquering our lives in our lives? The people of Israel in the middle of desert are producing food and they have more than enough to export to other parts of it, including us. Then what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? The African agriculturalist, what are we doing? The African educated men and women, what are we doing? The fascinating thing is that even in that documentary, they were saying that now in Israel, almost all the agricultural people are graduates. Yes, we have people in Africa, young men and women who have graduated from university, and they are crying bare, bare, bare like sheep and goats that they are unemployed. Look, the African mind, the African has the wrong view of life. The African has a wrong view or perspective of life. And this is the time that we have to change it for us to be the men of the world. We have to be the men of the world. This is the man's world. If you haven't heard of this uh, uh, music, if you haven't uh, listened to it, go and look for it. It was, I mean, sung by a man called James Brown. He's an American. This is a man's world. This is a man's world. And a man's world, a man in this world, a man in court in this world, is the man that is in tune, is in alignment, walking in alignment with inner being and inner powers, believing that he has the right to alter his life. He has the right to alter the arrangement of this in his life to save him or herself. That is the truth of life. That's the truth of life. Africans, we have the wrong concept of ourselves. We have the wrong concept of everything. Therefore, we are having everything wrong. We are having everything wrong. It is about time we get up and begin to look for solutions from within ourselves to our problems. This idea of going always abroad, look, look that would not help us. It will only make us a children or women of the world. Women in court, please, don't, don't get me wrong. But we have to be the men of the world. And in that documentary, there was a woman, a woman who followed his husband to Israel. And she became, she actually, she was in the science, and she developed uh, one of the desert uh, plants that they are able to make compounds that actually fight against cancer. This is something wonderful. A woman, a woman in the desert, working and changing lives. Now we have Africans, we go and wherever we go, all that we think that our children have to, we, we, we export our, our, our own children into other parts of the world. And they come and they take on bad life or different. The African woman must be given a face value. What are we doing here? Come to this part of the world. Majority of the African women are doing care work. And they are doing all these things. And most of us are graduates. Most of us are graduates. I am not demeaning anyone, but I am speaking the truth. This is the time that we have to take each other on, look into each other's faces, and confront one another. There is something fundamentally wrong with the African setup, and we, this is the time that we have to correct it. And what is wrong with it is about our own conception, about our own self, where we have placed ourselves in the creative order, in the arrangement of the world. That is it. It's a self-created we have self-created it because we have deserted the presence of God in us. We are not aware of the powers that God has deposited in us. And this is the time, this is the hour that we awaken the African giant. We are awakening the African giant in every one of us. Let us rise up. Whatever the Israelis are doing, we have the power and ability to do. We just have to have the right mindset. 
we have to have the right mindset. And that is by taking the principle, by taking the truth, by taking the idea that we are, in, we are the images and the likenesses of God. And therefore, God is lying within us, waiting for us to activate, to call upon him. And when Jesus Christ comes into our life, as in the case of Lazarus, he resurrected our lives and then gave us a new life. And that is the meaning of the statement, I am the resurrection and the life. When this life principle comes to you, when the sleeping giant is waking in your life, you get a new life. You get a renewed life. You get a refined life. You get a beautiful and wonderful life. Everything in your life begins to grow, begins to go higher and higher and higher and higher. So my, my, my fellow Africans, today I am calling upon you, whoever you are, be it the president of any nation, be it the leader, be it the, the street sweeper of any nation, the, 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 the message for you today is that the world we live in here is a man's world. And the man who is dominating, who has the right to control this world, is the one that is using his mind at the highest level in alignment with the divinity, the life principle in him or her. So let us rise up. We are not, we are not shortchanged in any way. We are not shortchanged in any way. We are not, we are not, we, we are not belittle, we shouldn't belittle ourselves. We are, we are equal. We are equal to all men and women. We just have to know where our powers is. We just have to know where our powers are. That is the truth of life. That is the truth of life. This is a man's world. This is a man's world. Yes, indeed, this is a man's world. This is a man's world. And don't forget, without a woman, as in the song by James Brown, without a woman, we are nothing. In the same way, with all that men, the real men and women are doing in the world, without Africa rising up to be part of it, the Africa is not developed. And the world is not developed. The world is not actually evolving as it's supposed to be. Therefore, the world is nothing. So Africa, in the jigsaw of problem of the world, is very important. We have a, we hold a crucial role in, uh, in the world, in the world affair. And this is the time that we have to rise up. This is the time that we need to connect to ourselves. We need to awaken the African giant. The Israelis, out of their difficulty, they awaken the Israeli giant within them. And they are doing amazing things. To be honest with you, people who were collected from all uh, parts of Europe and placed in that part of the land, and placed in that part of the world, with desert, in the desert, with nothing, and now, if you go to Israel, what they have turned the whole place into to tell you that these are people who knows who they are. They are in tune with their own powers. And this is the time that the African has to be in tune with his own power. This kind of, uh, the African look for power in ambulance, charms, and all those things. This kind of things that we do, that always the African fetish supreme man or whatever comes in in tattered groups, coming in this kind of, dressed in some weird way. No, that is not where our powers are. Our powers are within us. And that is Jesus Christ himself in us, waiting for us to call upon our dead life, our, is our sour life. The life that our children are called hell is the Lazarus in our life. And this Lazarus has to be resurrected. And when we awaken this sleeping giant in us, that life force, the life principle, the thing that animates you, the thing that makes you think, the thing that makes you walk, the thing that makes you sleep, the thing that controls all your organs and, and, and maintains the functioning of your life. 
when you are able to call upon it, that power will take us and change and resurrect our life and give us a new life as Jesus Christ did for Lazarus. So the Christ within you, that incident that is recorded in the Bible is about you and your, your life. It's about you and your life. Christ is always awaiting for you to activate him in you. The, the, the indwelling Christ, the subconscious mind, whatever name you want to give it to it, it doesn't matter. But this power is always ready to come to your rescue, to turn your sour life into a prosperous life, to turn your lack into abundance, to turn your inferiority into superiority. Once again, rem remember, I am saying, I'm stating again, the superiority, the superiority of any man or woman or any group of any group of people is not found in the outer things. It's not found in the raw materials that they have, but it is found within them. The superiority, for you to say you are superior, we are born equal, but for you to be able to come out and say you are the man of the world, and that thing you are on top of the world, that is within you. And when we all of us are able to connect with the source of the superiority, we move in the same level. We move at the same level, but so long as we are behind, yes, we have to come to, we have to acknowledge, we have to give, uh, um, recognize the, the, the truth that some people are ahead of us and we have to catch up. This is a man's world. I am refer I'm telling you today, my fellow Africans, that the world we live in is a man's world. And man in court, a man is the one that is in tune that has resurrected that has resurrected his life principle that christ in him and has allowed this principle to renew his life and resurrected his life and give him a renewed life such that whatever he's doing is just on the upward movement level this is a man's world this is a man's world i recommend that anyone listening to me you look for this music and play it's a very very wonderful music I think it was played in, uh, uh, I believe, yeah, in some sort of, I, think, I don't know whether it's the 1960s or 1970s. I'm not quite sure. But I know James, I have, I've listened to uh, James Brown's music. So this is what we have to, this is, this is the message to you today. Don't just listen to that song and walk away. That, the opening statement is a huge statement. This is a man's world. And Africans, this is a man's world. If we want to be part of the world order, if we want to have a role, if we want to have the active part in the world, then we have to begin to awaken the African giant. When I say awakening the African giant, I'm not asking you to take arms. I'm not asking you to, to, to go and attack people, but I'm asking you if there is any attack you have to do, then attack it from within you. There is a power in you. Ignite it. Let it come out of you and you see that ideas beautiful things will come out of you and that becomes the african version people are doing proper agriculture scientific agriculture in the desert and africans we are still doing peasant farming how can we match with them how can we match with them and always we want to carry ourselves and go and ask them to come and help us. This people, the people of Israel never went to anyone to help them. Yes, even if they had some help from U.S. and other whatever they did was from the minds of people. The minds of people. Money and other things only coming to support your ideas. If they could have lived there without even all that they are doing, if people haven't put their minds down. 
we need we need to recalibrate the African subconscious mind. There is the urgent need for the African to have a new perspective, a new mindset. And the new mindset is that you are just like the people of Israel. We are all the chosen children of God. We are not on this year. We are not on earth here by grace. We are, we are here by divine right. Your existence is by divine right. God loves you. God knows you. God knows that you are part of him. And he is always with you. He is closer to you than your breath and nearer to you than your hands and feet. Rise up, my fellow Africans, and begin to seek solutions to your problems, solutions and answers to your problems and challenges from within you. For the kingdom of God is within you. The kingdom of God is within you. And the kingdom of God, when it comes into your life, your life is resurrected and your life becomes a wonderful and you dominate the world. So Africa, if we want to be a force such that our the AU or whatever, our leaders will not send delegations to Putin and all those people to release grains and other things that will have enough food, this is the time. Now even the Ukraine war is an opportunity for Africans for us to rise up. It is an opportunity for Africans, for us to think, begin to think and think and look for a solution. The people of Israel were put in the desert. They didn't see it as obstacles, but they saw it as opportunity. They capitalized on that. So now, with all that is happening in the world, with the shortage of food, with the shortage of everything, it's an opportunity that Africans ought to rise up. This is the time that men and women have to rise up. This is a man's world. Then we develop ideas. We develop to cut ourselves off of this complete dependence on other people. How can the people with the greenest forest, the, the beauty rivers and lakes, actually live on food cultivated in the desert? Does it make sense? Does it make sense? Does it make sense? Does it make sense? This is the time that Africans, we have to rise up. And I love what that, the statement made by one of the speakers in the documentary, that for them, they are not feeding the world, but they are teaching the world how to feed themselves. They are not feeding the world, but they are teaching the world. They are taking whatever they are doing into the world, teaching the world how to feed itself. Yes, this is someone that we say, they are the men of the world. They are the men of the world. This is a man's world. The world we live in is a man's world, believe it or not. Therefore, if it looks as if that people are, people are cheating you, people are exploiting you, that means you are not living as a man. You are a coward. And Africans, as it is, we are more or less cowards. And, that's what, and for that matter, we are dying many times before our actual deaths. And this is the time that we need to bring this. We, 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 we take conscious we make conscious effort we take conscious actions to resurrect the giant in us and let the giant begin to carry our problems and work it out for us and that is what it is written in the Bible in the book of Isaiah that the, 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 the child has been born and his kingdom his government is upon his shoulders so when this sleeping giant when this child, has been nurtured and had grown to become an adult, a giant that is working in you. His government, he takes all your life, all your affairs, everything upon his shoulders and work it out for you just as a government work out everything for men and women on earth here. That is the truth of life and this is the truth. Know the truth and set yourself free. So my fellow Africans, young men and women, 
you are born, you are created and made in the images and the likenesses of God. You have complete power. You have absolute power to turn your life around. Let us rise up and turn our our lives around. Let us rise up. Let us take the examples or include from what the people of Israel are doing. Young men and women coming out of university, form groups, put your minds together and begin to work and begin to look for ideas of how we're going to revolutionize agriculture agriculture on the land of Africa, how we're going to make our own creation inventions to improve the agricultural sector in the world, in Africa, and also to help the world. Africa has a role, and as I said, uh, James Brown said, without a woman, we are nothing. Without Africa taking its rightful place in the world, the world is nothing. The world will still be an underdeveloped world, because Africa is underdeveloped. Therefore, let us rise up. Let us rise up and build our lands. That is my message for you. And as I said the other day, I am an African and I'm only talking about my only people because I do not have the right to talk about other people unless well, when I am given the right or, uh, or invited to do. But they, whatever I am saying is applicable to all other people that fall within the category of underdeveloped. So let us develop ourselves and use our development as an example to our brothers and sisters such that all of us will take our rightful place. There will be a uniform development in the world. The food, food that we live on mustn't be anything that should be a necessity in this time of our days because mankind has evolved to the level that we have the ability and power to turn everything into whatever we want to. Famine or dramas and all these things are opportunities but the course is to think for alternative solutions. That is my message for you. Begin from today to awaken the sleeping giant in you by taking on positivity, positive mindedness, faith or belief and walk in that direction and you will resurrect your life by the power of God in you now, may the overshadowing presence of God that keeps the stars in the open from falling on us, that keeps the planets in their orbit such that they do not clash with one another, keep you, lead you, guide you, give you an open and a re open mind and a receptive heart such that this message will fall on a fatal ground, that you begin to awaken the sleeping giant within you. Once again, my name is Emmanuel Kweju Mensah. I am a co-founder of the Eagle Mentality Group. And, and at Eagle Mentality Group, we teach and propagate information about the power of the subconscious mind and universal laws and principles that all men and women have used to develop their own lands and improve the world and move the world to where we are today. It is the dream that we will raise a new crop of Africans, Africans that will think and do things in a different way, such that we will create a new Africa, a new continent, a new race that is totally, completely developed and is soaring and working in partnership with all men and women, such that we will create our, our continental nations, our countries and uh, continent will be developed in such a way that it will be an attraction to all men and women from all walks of life, so that we will create a diverse and a multiracial Africa. This is the dream. And as I always say, when the canal man 
says it cannot be done. The man with vivid imagination and faith declares it is done. Therefore, I, Emmanuel Kujumensa, I declare it is done. And God bless you. Thank you.